Blog Talk Radio. This is a music Already know it's the time again. The music box. The music box. The music box. The Tanya Dallas Lewis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the music box. It's your girl Tanya Dallas Lewis broadcasting live right here from the DMV. And today I'm actually in Sterling, Virginia, broadcasting live, uh, hanging out with my girl, my BFF from George Mason University, Trudy Copeland. <laughs> We've got a great show lined up. For you all tonight, happy Thursday. It's been a kind of a hot week, very humid, uh, by the way. But we got a great show lined up for you, and our featured guest is none other than, and I call him a living legend. Yes, that's right, DC's own Pastor Jeremiah Mercy. Uh, he's going to be joining us, and we're going to be talking to him. He recently celebrated his retirement. Uh, and many of you familiar to the DMV area know that he is the former director of the Largo uh, High School Choir. And, uh, man, this man has impacted so many people. He's a recording artist. He's a pianist. He's a composer. He's a voiceover uh, artist. I mean, I can just go on and on down the line about him. Of course, we want to send a shout-out to tonight's sponsors of our show, which, of course, is not other than BatMinistriesRadio.com. Make sure you check out that Ministries Radio. He is a dear and near friend of mine. Most of you all know him as Brodick Purvis. Calls in just about every show (laughs) to be a clown. He is also the programmer for WLOU right there in Louisville, Kentucky. So he is his, his personal ministry, that Ministries Radio. They're one of our sponsors, as well as just vibingforyou.com. Hey, Poppy Promotions. Want to send a shout-out to Sean Poppy of Hey Poppy Promotions. You guys, make sure you check them out as well. And then last but not least, Agape, Agape Multimedia Incorporated. I am really, really excited uh, about tonight's show because recently I have um, embarked journey of teaching. While I am a TV major, that's a television major, from George Mason University, which, by the way, is the best uh, university on the planet. If you disagree, that's because you didn't go there. Uh, but I majored in television broadcast and journalism and production, uh, but got married, had kids, and I'm just going to be real with you all. Uh, television is not friendly to family, okay? It's the entertainment business, so it's not all too friendly uh, for people who have uh, young families. So I had to put that on hold, and I decided, um, hey, what profession could I do that could make, su- make sure uh, that I could supplement my husband's income as well as, uh, you know, be there for the little chocolate kitties, my two chocolate boys, uh, when they got on the bus in the morning and got off. And that opportunity came in the form of teaching. And so now that I am one, oh, Lord, that's all all I'm going to say. Oh, Lord, it's a hard, hard job. And most of my sororities, I pledge Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, most of my sorority sisters were in education already. So I kind of had a pretty good, um, what do you say, um, you know, background on 
the teacher's side of things. And I don't know about you guys. I know I'm rambling here, but just give me a moment. I, I do have a point. I don't know about you guys, but when I grew up, um, and your teacher called your house and talked to your parents because you were uh, misbehaving at school, uh, your parents took the teacher's word for it. This day is almost like the parent and the child against the teacher. And now that I am a teacher, I just want to let you all know, especially those of you who do have small children um, who are in middle school, high school, whatever it may be, uh, who frequent an elementary school and act up at school, Although they may be angels at home with you, if we have to call home and tell you about your child, nine times out of ten, I promise you, we're not lying. So anyway, we've got a great show lined up for you all today, and I thank you for your patience. I am on location, like I said, and I am in the midst of trying to transition out of choir rehearsal to um, – broadcast with you guys, and I do not have my portable radio station set up. That's what you call multitasking, recording artist extraordinaire, as well as uh, choir director, as well as a ministry leader, as well as a radio host. So I am literally trying to do it all. All right, well, let me see. I do apologize, you all. I am multitasking and trying to do 50 things at one time. And unfortunately, I am in the studio alone tonight, so I don't have anybody to help me load up my uh, music. So if you guys would just give us just a second while I get myself together. And again, Pastor Jeremiah Murphy, I do apologize for this delay, as I thought I would try to be superwoman and be every woman and have choir rehearsal tonight and try to do this right now. So if you just give me this opportunity and give us just about a five, no, excuse me, a two-minute um, uh, moment of silence so I can get myself together, I do apologize. We are still in live broadcast, and I'm just experiencing just a little bit of uh, technical difficulty right now. Again, if you can just give me a second. We are experiencing just a little bit of a technical difficulty, so if you can just give me one second while I get myself together. One of the joys of teaching uh, that I found is that I teach uh, in the public schools. Um, and while we are having a little bit of technical difficulty, I do apologize. We are broadcasting live right here in the DMV. And uh, I was multitasking. And, yes, I am late. So I do apologize getting into the studio here. Please just give me a moment, folks, while I get myself together.
Okay, folks, don't hang up. I am still here. We are broadcasting live right here from the DMV. And, again, I was trying to be every woman and do every little thing, and it didn't work tonight. I know you guys have heard of that song, I'm not a superwoman. I am superwoman, actually. Um, that's the Karen White version. I know that, uh, what's her name? She has, actually, superwoman. Yes, I am. What's her name? Y'all know who I'm talking about. But, anyway, Thank you guys so much for hanging on in there. And, again, great show lined up. Let me introduce myself just in case you've never met me before. My name is Tanya Dallas-Bush. I am a national recording artist right here hailing from the D.C. area, really Virginia. And those of you who uh, tuned in to the BET Awards, you will agree uh, that the DMV, Virginia, the V of DMV, represented. So congratulations to Pharrell and to all those um, who won awards. The this, this show was quite interesting. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. And you guys can feel free to call in and let me know what you thought about the BET Awards. Most of you are very aware uh, that BET made an announcement about a month or so ago that the Celebration of Gospel would not be returning, uh, which I thought was a travesty. But I did not panic. Uh, a lot of my friends did, but I didn't panic because, number one, I know that God is in control and he sits on the throne and his word is going to go forth no matter what. So if BET doesn't do Celebration of Gospel, some other network will. Um, my message to BET, whom I love uh, their programming for the most part overall, I, I love uh, uh, the visibility uh, and the self-respect that they give uh, for black people, and especially I appreciate them because they are still playing my official music video entitled Something About a Miracle for three years now. They play that in heavy rotation on Centric. Um, black people, I don't know if you all knew this or not, but we are the most religious in America. Statistics show that I think close to 80% of us are, we're the most religious uh, in the country out of any ethnic group. So to take away a show dedicated to gospel music that we love uh, is really a big mistake. And they, I, that I am aware, they've never really come out and said why they decided to take it away. Um, the only thing I can uh, figure out or ascertain is lack of support. We black people, and I just say we, we're funny sometimes, and we don't support much as we could uh, in a lot of facets. But that's not what we're talking about today. Anyway, now is the time where you can let your friends know that the music box is on the air. I'm about to pay some bills real quick. We are up and running. Our technical difficulty is over, and I do appreciate you for your patience. Like I said, tonight we have none other than D.C.'s own. I call him a living legend. His name is Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. And if you don't know who he is, well, you will tonight. We're going to go to this commercial break, and we'll be back in just one second. 646-652-6606. Again, you can join us in the live chat room, which I am opening up right now. For those of you who want to hang out with us there, uh, we say all the things that we can't normally say on the air, we say it in the chat room. So if you want to hang out with me in the live chat room, please feel free to do so. And it's time for me to pay some bills. Thank you guys for your patience. Let the show begin. You've seen them. Those creative, professionally designed flyers advertising new music, a service, or church event? If only your flyers could look that way. Well, now they can. Artists, ministries, and businesses, Reconcile 33 Media Studio is here to serve you. A Christ-centered, full-service branding, graphic, and website design studio where media and the Holy Spirit meet. 
Call Reconcile 33 Media Studio for a free estimate today at 219-678-4957. That's 219-678-4957. Or visit us online at www.reconcile33.com. Reconcile 33 Media Studio, a Christ-centered, full-service branding, graphic, and website design studio where media and the Holy Spirit meet. Call for a free estimate today. Viceroy Entertainment and Alutep Music and Media present the independent worship experience of this season. The Petula Beckles My Song of Jesus Tour Featuring some of the best artists in Christian pop, urban contemporary, and gospel jazz music Petula Beckles I love you Lord, I adore your name And I come before you to worship and honor and praise Andre Bird. Imperfect, not perfect, blemish God. And Carmen Calhoun. It's gonna be a pink hat day for me. I'm gonna Petula Beckles, My Song of Jesus Tour. Coming to a city near you. Visit PetulaBeckles.com for tickets and info. Hey, what's up, what's up? This is Ricky Dillard, and you listen to my girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, on the Music Box. That's right. You are listening to the Music Box, and thank you so much for hanging there in there uh, with me as I, uh, well, <laughs> got myself together. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, even as we broadcast live right here out of the DMV. And I'm so excited about my guest tonight. Again, his name is Pastor Jeremiah Murphy, and I can't wait for you guys to meet him. He has an amazing singing voice. Uh, as well as an amazing speaking voice. The virtual chat room is now open, and again, I apologize. Let me apologize to you guys. Again, I was trying to be superwoman. Actually, I wasn't trying. I I really am superwoman. (laughs) But my schedule was just too close. I choir rehearsal, and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to run to the studio in Sterling and broadcast from there. Phone died. Oh, Lord, Laquita, my resident chef, is out of town, so there was nobody here in the studio to kind of get it started up uh, for me. Plus, I have my two chocolate boys with me. I'm resting them. But for the most part, I've remained pretty calm. I'm finding now that I'm in my 30s uh, not to sweat the small stuff and that if you just calm down and you respond rather than react, you'll find that everything is going to be all right. And speaking of everything being all right, we've got new music to play tonight. I'm going to be sharing new music uh, tonight from some of D.C.'s own. Uh, there's a new artist by the name of Lindsay Slayton, and I saw her, had the honor of seeing her perform at Gospel Fest this past weekend. Now, last week I told you all, it, it, you know, Gospel Fest was going on, sponsored by R Block Inc. and uh, 3HP, and I, I told you I was going to have a belt. If you all didn't show up, it's going to whip you, Okay. 
<laughs> but anyway, we got new music by her. We've also got new music from uh, my music peer, Robert E. Person. He's got a new single out as well, as well as, well as Ronette Harrison, another one right here in the DMV uh, who's doing some amazing things. And then, of course, the professor, uh, Sir Alan Johnson, as I call him. Uh, but we're going to take a quick music break, and then use the next voice I promise you guys will hear. It's that of Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. Again, please let me apologize for our technical difficulty as I was trying to juggle it all. This is real life right here, y'all, and I'm a real-life kind of girl. All right, we're broadcasting live right here on the Music Box at 8.17 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Happy Thursday to everybody, and I hope you're enjoying a very rainy evening. hope you snuggled up. I hope you've uh, eaten dinner and everybody's settled and you have a cup of hot tea and maybe some caramel popcorn like I'm about to have, and sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, my switchboard is not being nice to me. It's thinking. All right, let me try another song. Tonight, it's just rare form. I never have problems like this. All right, let me try something else.
and it will be worth it. And I can't wait just to see God. I can't wait to stand before him. And you know what I can't wait? I can't wait just to look into his eyes and tell him thank you. Wow, what a solemn moment that will be. All right, thank you so much for tuning into the Music Box with your girl, National Gospel Recording Artist, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. The broadcast live out of one of our virtual studios. Uh, that's why you just, you know, failure to plan on my part does not constitute an emergency on anyone else's part. And so I want to thank you guys for hanging in there tonight and uh, just uh, giving your sis a little bit of grace. Well, tonight my featured guest is none other than Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. He is a native of D.C. Uh, I took the liberty of calling him one of D.C.'s living legends because this man means a lot to so many people. Like I said, pianist, composer, singer, director, producer, educator, voiceover artist, preacher, and recently, a few years ago now, a pastor. Recently retired, y'all, after 32 years of teaching. Mr. Murphy taught for 24 years at Largo High School in Prince George's County, uh, where he directed the internationally known um, Largo High School Choir. And so I want to introduce you to him tonight. We do have him here, and uh, Laquita is off again in time for the uh, July 4th holiday, which is tomorrow. So we didn't have any food for Pastor Jeremiah Murphy, but nonetheless, we're so glad that he's here with us tonight. Pastor Murphy! Yes, Sister Tanya. <laughs> Hello. I love your voice. <laughs> How are you Thank tonight? Thank you so much. That's kind of you. And it's also kind of you to have me on your show. I appreciate it so much. Well, let me apologize. Did you hear? I've apologized like 80 times. I do apologize <laughs> for trying to juggle it off, sir. <laughs> Well, life happens. It really does. And the name of the game is to succeed, and you're succeeding right now. Well, thank you so much for that. Well, you know what I want to say, start off uh, just by saying congratulations. You're recently retired. Uh, You've been celebrated and loved on and will continue to be. I've read a little bit of your bio, but people who tune into the music box on a regular basis know I always do this to my guests. And so I'd love for you all to talk directly to the Music Box listeners. We're heard around the world, uh, and uh, I'd like you to get to know you guys instead of me reading your bio. Can you tell us, Pastor Murphy, who is Jeremiah Murphy? What is it, to, what is it like to be you? Wow. I've never been asked that before, but let me see. Jeremiah Murphy is a native Washingtonian. He is a man that loves God with his whole heart with all that he has within him, and that God has been his everything for a long time before he even knew it. And even more so, God has been my everything since I've known it. And when would you say uh, you came to know him? Now, God revealed himself to me really early, like I'm talking five, and I was in love ever since. When did you have your initial uh, meeting with the Lord? When did you decide that you'd follow him for the rest of your life? I remember him revealing himself to me when I was about eight or nine years old, just simply saying, I'm your friend. Wow. That's what I remember. And I remember where I was. I was on my way home from school, and I was maybe about a block away from my house. And so you're telling us that God spoke to you as you were walking home from school. Yes, I, I believe that he did. I believe that he revealed himself to me, and I had been taught who he was already. My father was a pastor, 
and uh, just brought me up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. But, of course, that's not good enough. We have to know him for ourselves. And then as I went on, he saved me at age 18. So I'm the happy camper for a lot of years now. Yes, praise God. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to who I'm calling uh, and taking the liberty to call a living legend, Pastor Jeremiah. Murphy joins us, a native of Washington, D.C., like I said, pianist, composer, singer, director, producer, educator, voiceover artist, preacher, pastor. I want to talk to you about music. Now, you majored in music in college, and you would uh, end up teaching music at Largo High School. Um, Tell us a little bit about that and how you got your start. Yes, um, I got my start as a child, still around that same age. I wanted to play piano for a long time, and I kept telling my mother that I wanted to do it. And um, I think she thought I was just talking, you know. And so there was a sister in our church who played piano, and I asked her one day before service, we want you, I want you to teach me how to play piano. She got up instantly from her seat, came to the piano where I was seated, and started teaching me chords, and I learned three. And it began there, and then I started the, the formal music reading lessons maybe almost a year later. And um, I was a music major at McKinley High School in that program that they had there back in the 19th. <laughs> and also, I'm a graduate of Overland College. Wow. And so did you know uh, then what you know now, meaning that you would end up uh, playing so many roles, not just an educator, but a composer, a singer, uh, traveling all around the world? Is this what you wanted? I mean, when you were eight years old and you talked about how God revealed himself to you then, did you have any idea? What was your desire? I mean, maybe you didn't want to be in music at all. I don't know. But what did you want to be or how did you see your life when you were eight years old? At that age, I really didn't know what I wanted to be. Um, I was just trying to get through childhood. But I do remember, as a young fella, I was listening to the radio one night at home, and there was a show called Comment that was on the radio, and the host was asking one of the guests about his profession. And he said, I am a professional musician. And that absolutely intrigued me. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how it worked, but it absolutely intrigued me. And it stayed with me until I guess I found out what it was. And I found out somewhere around high school what a professional musician was. And I knew at 17 that I wanted to teach and that I wanted to concertize. Wow, 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 and more wow. And so that's exactly what you did. Yes, thank the Lord. Thank God. He's been faithful and he's allowed me to do things that I never thought I would do, that I never dreamed of. Other things I had in the back of my mind, I'd like to do that. And he's opened the door and made all things possible. He has, and he's opened up some big doors for you. you. Uh, You've traveled performing concerts and giving workshops uh, both nationally and internationally while teaching choirs and soloists of your very own compositions. Matter of fact, when I posted that you were going to be on the music box, a dear mutual friend of ours by the name of Delbert Pope had commented yeah. uh, that you were his first black American or African American. Uh, those two titles, that's another show. <laughs> I have my own reasons why I don't, I yeah. don't like the title African American. But you were his first black male choir teacher is what he said. And he said he remembered the, the, the first song that you taught him and still remembered his tenor part. You made such an impact on Delbert Pope. What does that 
feel like for you to see that on Facebook, that somebody remembers you, I'm guessing at least Deborah's a young man. So <laughs> 20 to 30 years later, he still remembers you, the song you taught, and his part. That's a good choir director. Yeah. And, you know, and I am a choir director because I was, I was late to tonight's show because I was directing <laughs> a, a choir. So tell me, how does that make you feel? You, you are gifted to do what you do. How does it make you feel to be celebrated in such a way? It is a tremendous honor, and I take no credit for myself. I remember Delbert as an eighth grade Aww. student at Baldwin Junior High School 33 Aww. years ago. I remember him well, and he was a talented and gifted child then and was a wonderful singer then like he is now. He, he was singing beyond his years then. Wow, wow. Well, you impacted him and have impacted so many. Uh, you, you have shaved the stage uh, with such artists as Richard Smallwood, Tremaine Hawkins, Karen Clark Shear, The Winans, BNC Twinings. I could just keep going on and on. You're not just an educator, but you're also uh, a gospel music recording artist. And I think uh, here in the DMV, a lot of people who know you, and even more that will know you tonight, uh, know you for your music. Now, tell us about uh, the, the musical groups that you've worked with. And then we actually have some music uh, by you as this, um, this switchboard will cooperate, <laughs> which I am claiming in Jesus' name that it will. But tell us a little bit about some of the groups that you've worked with um, that, is, that have given you the opportunity uh, to share the stage with some of the biggest and brightest in gospel music and really in just music in general. One thing that comes back to me now that just I didn't realize the impact of it when I was a child, but I knew it was impactful. Um, as an eighth grade student, a friend of mine, Marvin Matthews is his name, and I founded the Sousa Junior High School Gospel Chorus. We were in eighth grade. We had this big dedicatorial service with our sponsor at the helm, Mrs. Gloria Clanton, and then later on we were asked to actually open down at the Bible Way Church for the Edwin Hawkins Singers. And that wow. was absolutely amazing in those days. We did not realize the impact, but we opened for them, and we actually got to hear them do songs. Wow. Wow, yeah, wow. That has and just been amazing. Wow. Yes. And uh, as I came along, there were many other artists that I was just blessed to share stage with and even some that are not listed in my bio. It, it was just wonderful, the things that God has done in my life to just offer me and give me these opportunities to share what he's given to me. Amen. Amen. And, you know, for someone to have, um, you didn't leave. Why didn't you leave D.C.? And there's so much talent here in D.C. That's another story. But why did you stay? Yeah, people were saying to me, you need to get out of D.C. You need to go somewhere else. And I just did not feel that. I had thought for a while that maybe after Oberlin, I would go to either New York or to L.A. And, uh, you know, I had friends in both cities that could help me get a good start there. But one thing happened in my uh, junior year of high school, in the junior year of college, my father died. And so I mm. felt the inner obligation to come back home for my family and my church. So I did that. And um, I really do not regret it because I feel at this point in my existence that I am walking in my destiny. Amen. And is that something, you know, we have a lot of um, music people, if you would, listening in tonight. Uh, some are artists, some are producers, uh, some are indie artists, new artists starting their journey. 
And you've been at this a long time, Pastor Murphy. I actually had the honor of meeting you uh, via a mutual friend, none other than one of the biggest um, encouragers and cheerleaders for indie artists, uh, Mr. Joe Sanders. And uh, as many of you all know who are listening tonight, and if you didn't know, I'm letting you know right now, every Wednesday he broadcasts on MySpiritBC.com on his show, the Praise Fest uh, show, and that's where you and I met. Um, and you liked my single, <laughs> Work Your Faith, and invited me to your church. Now, let me tell you something that I didn't mention to you then. I was so impressed um, by your demeanor, um, by your knowledge of the industry, even by the protocol that you followed uh, where a lot of people don't. What advice, just general advice, really quickly, can you give to new artists, labels, uh, even pastors, um, who are in the industry, could you give them uh, that maybe either you learned the hard way or, or just something that will help make the industry better if it was something that we all could get together and do together? Maybe it's, it's advice or maybe it's a, a word of warning or maybe it may even be something that you don't like to, you'd like to see less of. Satan is called the great deceiver. He is a deceiver. He is a liar, the Bible says, and he's the father of it. And so it has been his responsibility, self-given, to make our world appear real in many areas in which it is not. When I say real in areas in which it is not, he tries to make things appear as though they're going to be wonderful and they're going to be successful and beneficial and they're going to get you there when they really are not. They are anchors that are hooked into us hooks that are hooked into us to pull us into his kingdom and his domain that we might be lost. Well, given all of this, we have to make sure that these ministries we have are real. And the way we make them real is that we make God first. Anything that is done for him truly from the heart, he will crown it with his anointing, with his presence, with his spirit, and make it honorable. Anything else is a deception of the devil, even though people are making money in this industry, even though people are going to high heights in this industry. If it is not done for God, then he has the right to say at the end, depart from me, I know you not. Your work, you did work. Your work was of iniquity. I love that. I love that, and that, and that is so true, so true. If you're just tuning in, our special guest tonight, of course, is none other than Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. And any of you who are, who are musicians, especially long-time musicians in the D.C. area, you know exactly who Pastor Jeremiah Murphy is. Now, you're a, a composer, an educator. You just uh, had your retirement ceremony from teaching, correct? Um, it was a year ago, and my committee just threw me a marvelous celebration this past weekend to celebrate wow. my one year into retirement. Wow. <laughs> it and it so, was great. How, I am so thankful. And how is retirement? Do you miss the kids? Do you miss getting up early every day and going to school and, you know, all that stuff? <laughs> I miss my young people, but thank God for Facebook and other media entities. I hear from them on a regular basis as recently as today, as recently as today. So I'm always happy to hear from my young people from Largo, from Duval High School, from Andrew Jackson Middle School, from Spalding Junior High School, and from Johnson Junior High School in D.C. I'm always happy to hear from them. And they usually don't fail me to hit me up and tell me something. <laughs> I know that's right. And kids, kids are honest. They just know. They they can yeah. see through teachers. They know. They know the difference between the ones who really care 
and the ones who really don't. And uh, yeah, that's do. one of the stories that I have with teaching um, as I've embarked on this recently is, Pastor Murphy, I treat all the kids like they're my own. I love them like they're my yes. own. Yes. And I know I there are some boundaries the that we cannot cross uh, as educators, but I let them know, I love you. And, of course, they're like, yes. you love me? Like they act like they've never heard that before. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't expect that from teachers. I asked the Lord maybe about 28, 29 years ago, I asked him to help me to love my students. And he did that for me. He literally did that for me. He put them in my heart. And while we, we are not their parents, we're not their legal guardians, but I used to tell them, when you're with me, I'm your daddy. And so you need to know that I have your best interests at heart, and I'm looking out for you. And if anything goes wrong here, you can tell me, and of course you tell your parents when you get home. Amen. I love that. Well, I just want to celebrate you uh, tonight, which is why I asked you to be on the show. Like I said, you, when I met you, uh, you, were, you are uh, a man of integrity. Uh, you kept your word. Uh, your church was wonderful. Shout out to Leading Commandment uh, Church uh, right in D.C. Shout out to everybody. I love meeting everybody. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I know we have a lot of people listening. So, Kane, I wasn't sure of your church protocol, but nobody yeah. made me feel bad. Nobody was looking at me strange, you know? You know what I'm trying Amen. to say here? Mm-hmm. I, I I actually yeah. mentioned it to my TDL engine member who came, who accompanied me that night uh, for the booking yeah. at your church. You know, I was just like, oh gosh, you know, they didn't, you know, because I've been in, you know, I'm a pastor's daughter. Let me just tell you, uh, yeah. and we were a mix of holiness slash Pentecostal. So we had some okay. things, um, some traditions uh, that we had, and unfortunately, sometimes, not my dad, but other churches, if you came, if you were a visitor and you came and you had on earrings or you mm-hmm. had on short sleeves or you had on makeup, <laughs> um, Pastor, they would come to you with a, a, a napkin so you could take the makeup Whoa. off. They would ask to remove your earrings. Yes. Um, they would oh make gosh. you feel very self-conscious and condemned um, about a protocol that you weren't even aware of, Right. Jesus said, come wow. as you are. So I just wanted to thank you because you all, um, although you, you know, you all could have done that to me. I'm not saying that's what you all did or, you know, you don't get my, what I'm no. trying to say. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, just, I love the Leading Commandment Church, and I love those saints. And what we talk about is loving people. We just really yeah. have to love people because Everybody is somebody in the eyesight of God. So Jesus said, if you offend the least one of these, you have done it unto me. Yeah, so we were happy to have you there. And I'm thankful that you would even consider coming to our church with that marvelous gift that you have. And as I told you that night, and I meant it then and I mean it now, we want you back. Oh, well, I appreciate that. If you're just tuning in on this very rainy Thursday, you're hearing the wonderful speaking voice (laughs) of a voiceover (laughs) artist, but also a a preacher, a former educator, pianist, composer, one of D.C.'s well-respected recording artists. His name is Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. And I've actually got music uh, by Pastor Jeremiah Murphy in the psalmist. I am having a little bit of trouble getting it loaded, but, Pastor, if you'll bear with me um, just a couple seconds. I will play music uh, by a mutual friend of ours as well, Robert E. Person. 
He's got a new yeah. single out, and it's called Testify. So while I play that, I will mess around in here in the studio. Your song is loaded, but for some reason it's acting a little funky, but that's okay. Um, we will still proceed on in Jesus' name. And this one's by Robert E. Person. Uh, if you guys have questions or you want to say hello to Pastor Jeremiah Murphy, I do invite you to do so just by dialing 646-652-2106. All you have to do is press 1 to speak to me, and you can also speak to Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. He will be with us for a few more minutes while we try to get his song to play, and then he'll tell you how you can support his ministry uh, and find out more about him. It's right here on the Music Box with your girl, Tiny Alice Look.
Wow, just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. None other than DC's own Robert E. Person. That's his new single entitled Testify. Man, that is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful voice. One of the things that I love uh, about Robert E. Person is that uh, after his singing voice is consistent. The way he sounded on that uh, MP3 recording that I just played, Pastor, yes. is exactly the way that he sounds in concert. Well, he's a gifted How brother, and that is what the truth is. Very gifted and then kind-hearted, good-spirited. All of those things make for a wonderful artist. Do. What is your advice to artists to, to, to uh, maintain how they sound on the CD and sound that way live? Because some of them don't. Uh, are, are they doing something wrong? Are they not gifted? Are they not practicing? Should they sing, you know, seek out a vocal coach? What, what would be your advice uh, for someone in that predicament? I, re- I recommend vocal coaching and vocal pedagogy, vocal studying for everybody that is planning to do this as a ministry. And um, I even tell singers that I work with, you need to make the commitment that once you learn these techniques, that never again will you sing anywhere, including in the shower, except you sing correctly. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I know you didn't mean that to be funny, but that's... That was funny. I love that. All right. I've never heard it like that before. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, what good is it to learn it and not use it? What good is it? Yes, I agree. I agree. Now, your mm-hmm. unique speaking voice has earned you work as a voiceover artist um, and as a master ceremony on many occasions. Where did you get that voice from? Was it, was it deep like that when you were, like, three years old? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember my voice started changing on me when I was somewhere around the end of the fifth grade, going into the sixth grade, and we would say the flag salute and sing My Country Tis of Thee every morning in school. And what would happen would be um, that the the teacher would look around, that's somebody, who is that? Or when somebody else was in the room, they'd look around, who is that with that voice? And uh, I remember my country tis of thee. While the kids are singing, my country tis of thee. And I just felt so self-conscious. I did not like it. I actually went to the Lord in prayer. And I said, I want you to send my voice back to being high because I did not recognize what I had. I did not recognize what he had given me. And it wasn't unique in my family because just about all of the male Murphys had deep voices like that. So I didn't see it as being some special gift, but I'm thankful today for that special gift. Amen. I am too, and it's opened up a lot of doors. If you're just tuning in, you haven't missed anything, uh, but you have at the same time. I say you haven't, but, but because, of course, the music box is syndicated. We're on several different radio stations. Our latest to be added is uh, gospelisgolden.com and now our Gospel Swagger Radio. And you also can hear our archive of tonight's show if you missed uh, a majority of my interview with this wonderful man I have here today. His name is Pastor Jeremiah Murphy, pianist composer, singer, director, producer, educator, voiceover artist, preacher, pastor, and I could go on, but those things aren't listed in his bio, but just a wonderful man of God, a gospel recording artist, share the stage with many of the biggest names in gospel, and maybe some not-so-big names, but just as good. Uh, You present concerts of gospel music and Negro spirituals, uh, along with your solo piano renditions that span the scope of Christian music. 
and the word of God. Truly you are a gift and you are walking in your destiny. And I just want to thank you because people are always watching and you have stood the test of time and you keep on being a, a shining bright light for the Lord. And I know he's pleased. And, man, I'm just happy to know you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, sister. To God be all of the glory and the honor and the praise. And I'm so happy to have made your acquaintance because you are a gift to the church, a gift. I, I do appreciate that. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get your music to play, and I, of course it's because I am broadcasting from a remote location and it's not recognizing your file. So I do apologize, but don't you worry. No te preocupes. I will make sure uh, that I air it on the next show and the show after that. Tell us about your current CD uh, and where people can go to look you up, find you, book you, support your music ministry. Yes, my current CD is called Worship, and I recorded it with a group that I worked with maybe about five, seven years ago. They are called Judah, and that's Jeremiah Murphy and Judah doing that CD called or that is labeled worship, it can be purchased at Amazon.com. You can get cuts from iTunes and CD Baby, places like that. And you can contact me if you'd like to. You can hit me up, as the young people say, on Facebook. I'm there simply as Jeremiah Murphy. Or you can go to JeremiahMurphy.com, and you can find me there. I love it. I love it. Pastor, I appreciate you. I had to have you on my show. Um, you are just, I, I'm going to stop singing your praises because in a minute people are going to be like, look. <laughs> but I just want to let you know I appreciate you. I celebrate you. I love you, and I do appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come and hang out with your sis, uh, Tanya Dallas, who is right here on the Music Box. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I do apologize uh, about the technical difficulty and not being able to play your music, but don't you worry. I got you next week, okay? Amen. Well, not to worry because God knows who I am. That's good That's enough. That's right. Amen. I love that. All right. Well, you, you have a great night, sir. And you too. The Lord bless you and keep you. Okay. Thank you so Bye-bye. much. What a wonderful man of God. What a wonderful gospel recording artist. And like I said, when you meet Pastor Murphy, you will feel so much of God's love. Even if you visit his church and you guys can check out his church, the leading commandment, nice, nice, nice people. Well, we've still got a great show lined up for you guys tonight. Uh, Crystal Talks TV talk show host still has her segment coming right up. And, of course, i still got new music to play. So before we have Crystal come in and uh, talk to her and she's going to talk to you and give you guys a news update, I'd love for you to hear on this current single by my girl, Lindsay Slayton. It's called Call on Jesus. I promise you're going to love it, and it is available at all digital download retailers near you right here on the Music Box.
It's the Music Box with your girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. And, of course, we're listening to the beautiful voice of Miss Lindsay Slayton. Of course, you've got a new single out. It's called Call on Jesus. And I love it because it's got that go-go feel. Uh-huh. All right, sorry. <laughs> oh, go-go. For those of you listening internationally, yes, it is a special genre of music. Uh, right here, native to D.C., it started here. And I love, I love I, you know, I love go-go music. I I, I didn't like it as much in high school. He went to predominantly white high school, and so, you know, I didn't have a lot. And I was a pastor's daughter, so I didn't have a lot of exposure uh, to music other than gospel. Uh, but Coco is infectious. Love it. Anyway, broadcasting live right here from the DMV. I am at a remote location today and was trying to be Superwoman. Yes, I was. <laughs> I choir rehearsal tonight, uh, took my two chocolate boys to get physicals, um, dinner. I was just trying to do it all and do a live show from a remote location. It was crazy, y'all, but God's great. That's all I got to say. All right, we still got still a little bit more of the show lined up for you tonight, and I am so excited because here at the Music Box, we are changing and doing new, and one of our newest segments is What's Going On with Crystal TV Talk Show, and she's actually uh, here via telephone line from the ATL. Yeah, yeah. Crystal, are you there? Yes, I am, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Do you remember I'm the like, theme song? I'm ready for you and the wonders you can do. <laughs> Crystal, what was I thinking? What was I thinking, girl? <laughs> when I realized where you were, I, I went into panic mode. And I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. No. And then after you got your, your flow on, I said, well, she's doing good. Okay, I'll just sit back and listen to the pastor with the awesome voiceover voice gift. Oh, my Stephanie. goodness. I need to call him. I need a voiceover coach. I you really should. do. And I, I'm going to call him. His, his voice is very infectious. It's, it causes yes. you to pay attention. And, you know, I, and it's warm, isn't it? Be it's warm, inviting. It's soothing. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, wow, he could be the new movie phone guy. I'm like, really good. He could. <laughs> he surely could. That, yes, that is I think very... he should <laughs> I think we can put him true. up for the job. <laughs> I think so. I think so. But, girl, so glad you're here with me tonight. And uh, just wanted to see what's going on with Crystal uh, TV Talk Show. This is your time where you let all of our listeners know uh, some of the news updates, whether it's sports, entertainment, music, whatever. What you got for us tonight, Crystal? Well, I've been sitting on this story for a couple of weeks. I had a couple of opportunities to do it, and I just kind of put it off. And so um, today I decided I'm going to hit this one because I really am kind of disappointed. Uh, but, you know, I try not to be the bear of bad news and a lot of negativity um, in the church and Christendom or what have you. But I'm kind of disturbed with this new uh, reality show that's being shopped right now. It's called Preacher's Exes. And uh, I was a little upset because um, I actually have had um, some interaction with one of the one of the um, uh, reality TV shows uh, stars in this um, particular show. But I mean, we've got LA preachers, we've got preachers' daughters. That's a hot mess. Um, housewives, Hollywood exes, everybody's an ex. Loving hip hop, you know. And I don't understand the whole, you know, um, eight housewives of ATL and and like what ninety five percent of them aren't married. I, they operative word I thought was housewife. Okay, so I got on that. Um, but these are ex <laughs> these are ex 
preacher's wives, and they are ex- they are on the rampage to expose everything that these preachers had taken them through, and they did go through the ringer. One of them is actually a mistress, and uh, so they say that their point is to bring therapy and um, and um, exposure to the life that they've led. Um, one woman said that she had felt isolated as a, as a, as a preacher's wife and um, that her approach to leadership, she had issues and um, nothing was done correctly. One of them was in the hospital and the preacher was cheating on her while she was giving birth. And, you know, all these things that were Lord. that encompassed the reckless lives of these preachers who didn't have any, um, any uh, respect for the call on their lives. And, they, you know, we have a preacher here, as a matter of fact, who was just sentenced to 15, 20 years for knowingly imparting the HIV virus into the women that oh, she was sleeping with. Come other on, than his wife. come on. And so these are the type of reckless things that we're getting involved in. And so everyone's jumping on him, and I'm like, so nobody's going to say nothing to the girls that were sleeping with him because they knew he was married. Um, and then one lady yeah. said she didn't know, and I said, well, hey, you know, you knew you were fornicating, so let's go there. So, I mean, there's consequences for what you do. Amen. Right, absolutely. Um, I, I and but this show just really kind of turned my stomach, and I'm really surprised at at the people on the show. And I said I was going to talk about it. One of the guests, uh, I'm sorry, one of the stars on the show, her best friend contacted me, and we talked. And uh, hmm. and I asked her. I said, so did you talk to your girl about this? You know, and she said, yes, I did. She said I told her I didn't think it was a good idea. Um, exposure was not a good idea, you know, this is not a good route to go. And I, and I still don't. I, there are things that we need to learn to happen within the walls of the kingdom. The Bible says those of us that are strong bear the infirmities of the weak. And the world is not the strong <laughs> while you're weak. You really need to internalize. We need to internalize our issues now. And we're, we're jumping on the whole narcissistic way of of therapy, and I, I call it narcissistic therapy because if you can therapy someone and rescue them out of the grips of, of mental illness and emotional anguish right. in front of thousands of people, um, you're this wonder human that has uh, it's done this uh, impossible feat. And I'm like, please, my grandmother been rescuing folks up until the day she passed on, so I don't understand why you need exposure. Wow. To this, I don't even, even agree with the premise of the show. Um, I think it's very damaging to Christendom. Uh, not that yes. um, we should hide, uh, because like I always say mm-hmm. on the show, and if you're just tuning in, of course, this is the music box with your girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Happy Thursday! We're ah! talking to Crystal on her segment, What's Going On with Crystal TV Talk Show Smith, and we're talking about a new uh, pending, quote-unquote, it's slated to be released, a uh, reality show uh, that's called Preacher's Ex-Wives. Is that what you said it's called? Preacher's Exes. And and uh, and listen, and one of these profile people got on their Facebook page and said, you know, you might want to put an underscore in between preachers and exes because they look like preacher sexes when they did the hashtag. And, and that's what I thought when I first saw it, like, preacher sexes. I was like, um, do I want to read that? I don't even want to click that hash and find out what's behind there. But, yeah, it was a great suggestion if you're going to go there. But The world ain't ready. Exactly. They ain't ready. They ain't ready. They ain't ready for what we do because they think they do it. No. <laughs> they think they messy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the only difference like between us. us and the world <laughs> is that we're forgiven. That's the only difference. Yes. We still have our issues, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but surely the television medium is not the place for us to air our dirty no. laundry. So no. I totally disagree with the show. I don't even – I haven't watched um, Preachers of L.A. I've only seen clips mm-hmm. and heard people say – 
crazy things about it. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Honestly, Crystal, I don't I don't think the world is ready to see Christians as real people. Although they talk about us and call us hypocrites and say we do one thing and you know live one another. They're not ready to see us um, as we really are. And not all of us no. are that way either. I right. mean, I don't know how many times, that's what, you know, let's talk about Waiting to Exhale, the movie, right? They have a scene yeah. where they all go to church. And uh-huh. um, they're, you know, outside um, cussing and fussing and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. again, I didn't grow up like that. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't cuss outside of church. We didn't cuss in church. Uh, we really exactly. did our best to live what the Bible said. And that's really not represented on on television, in black movies especially. You see people blatantly living two different ways. When I know plenty of people, they're not perfect, but they are consistent in an upright walk and a true relationship with the Lord. So we don't need any more bad press. We are God's sometimes worst advertisements, billboards. We don't need no more. Please, no more. We had enough. They're at the point now of shopping. So um, they're they're still, they have a buzz. They've got like 5,000-something followers or, I'm sorry, um, um, fans on their fan page on Facebook. So they're still shopping. But I, I, and I've never been one to pray against anything, but I'm just really not for this one at all. I don't sign petitions for, you know, for shows and what have you. I don't do it. I, I didn't even sign the petition for Noah when Noah came out. Um, you know, they were really upset with me because, you know, arts entertainment um, and media is my niche, but I would not sign the petition because I said, look, if you're going to put Noah on the screen, at least the people will go and get a Bible and say, okay, what's the contrast between what I saw on the screen and what's written in this history book? That's what they call it. So uh, there's another way of, of, of the word of God being portrayed and being put out there. So on um, that end, that thing that works together for our good, because Bible sales went up after Noah came out. <laughs> but here, well, and then I think maybe another thing to be brought attention to is, you know, I don't know why we would ever, um, you know, expect anything that comes out of Hollywood to be totally biblically accurate. I mean, Hollywood is is a place of entertainment. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's all about what looks best on screen, which is why when they do movies and they say they're based on a true story, they're just letting you know it's just based on it. They're going to do what's best for the the script, for the plot, you know, all of those things. So whatever. But thank you for that update. (laughs) No problem. And listen, you you get home and um, take your woman woman cape off, and uh, I think you should, you know, light some light light some candles and take a bubble bath because you're working it tonight, girl. Yes. Thank you, sis. I love you. Thank you. I love you back. Bye bye. It's time for Christmas. What's going on? Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us tonight. And, yes, that was Crystal TV Talk Show Smith. She's also got her own radio show. I'm going to have to um, remind her to make sure that she tells you all uh, where you can catch her. Uh, She airs uh, usually on Thursday nights as as well, and I believe uh, her segment is called Storm Chasers. But she's got a whole lot of other things uh, coming up the pike. Anyway, it's Thursday. It's 9.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here with your girl as I broadcast live on Blog Talk Radio. And, man, I just want to thank you guys for your patience. You guys know I'm always thanking you for tuning in, those of you who tune in via iTunes podcast, Facebook. Some of you are driving in your car. Some of you all are hanging out in the chat room. I so appreciate 
how much you support our show um, and listen to us from time to time. And just let me thank you. Thank you. I am tickled pink and green uh, that you would take time out of your schedule. Well, most of you all know what happens next. What time is it? It's shadow time, it's shadow time, we're trying to get Dallas Lewis. It's shadow time, it's shadow time, right here on the music box. It's shadow time, it's shadow time, we're trying to get Dallas Lewis. It's shadow time, it's shadow time, right here on the music box. Yeah. where I take out time to say thank you to so many friends and family members who support uh, your girl. I want to, of course, send a shout-out to Mahero Peebles. We were in the studio this week, and we finally finished up another song uh, in time for my debut album. Oh, Lord, debut. I already had a debut album. It was entitled Miracles, and it received two stellar award nominations and one stellar award nomination. This is my sophomore album entitled Dear God, It's Me. All right, so we finished another song. It's called More Like You. And let me tell you guys, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. want to thank tonight's sponsors, of course, as always, uh, ThatMinistriesRadio.com, uh, as well as Just Vibing for You, Agape Multimedia, and Hey Poppy Promotions. I also want to thank my boy, Roderick Purvis. He is amazing, super guy. Uh, just finished doing Superfest out in Louisville, Kentucky. want to shout out, of course, uh, Gospel Fella Entertainment, my label, M, Kevin Williams times two, Tisha Dallas, Todd Golar, Leah Larry, Kara Christman, Lynn Peterson, and Miss Carter, Miss Wanda Adams, my manager, uh, as well as the TDL engine, my chocolate husband, and my chocolate children. And, of course, a big shout-out uh, to my godmother, uh, Bonnie McDaniel and Tyree Young. They listen in from time to time, and these are busy ladies, so I do, do, do appreciate um, them tuning in. And then, of course, I want to salute and shout out all of our first-time listeners. Turn to your neighbor and say, first-time listeners. I want to thank all the first-time listeners that tuned in tonight. Yes, <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed because I was trying to be Superwoman. I really was. I, and I am. I call myself Superwoman uh, unabashedly, unashamedly, okay, because I am. <laughs> I wear many, many hats, and God gives me the grace to do them pretty well. Every now and again, I, you know, whatever, like tonight. But I, again, appreciate you guys for your grace. Well, we've come to the end of the show, and, of course, I'll play music to take us out. But I always say this before I get out of here. I want you to know that if you haven't heard these three words this week, hear them from me. I love you, but God loves you more, okay? Also, John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I love that verse. But my favorite, favorite verse is the second half of that verse, found in John three seventeen, which says, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through his son might be saved. I love that. I love that. So I want you guys to make sure you join me next week. Same time, same place, 
As I open up my music box to share with you the best in gospel music, news, interviews, and so much more, and uh, no choir rehearsal next next Thursday for me, so I will be uh, in the studio at my regular location broadcasting live uh, and be all set and ready to go. Of course, a shout-out to our guest tonight, Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir, for um, coming in and just having grace. Unfortunately, the switchboard here would not recognize his music uh, file, so I wasn't able to play uh, some of his songs for you. And if you love his speaking voice, trust me, you'll love his music too. Um, but anyway, we're going to end tonight. Uh, shout out to all the new artists that I played tonight. We'll play some more next week. Shout out to Ronette Harrison, Lisa Foster Wilson. I'm going to be playing my new single, Work Your Faith, to close out tonight's show. Doing very well on the Gospel Start. Still in the top 100. Uh, World Harvest Ministries is flying me out all the way to Arizona next weekend to sing this very song. So shout out to KMBP, uh, 860 AM in Phoenix, Arizona, the only gospel station in the desert out there. Y'all, they're playing my music and helping me to stay on top of the charts. I love them. Here's Work Your Faith. I hope it will encourage you. Let's go to church tonight and Work Your Faith by your girl. Having problems and you're going through Here's an answer for you In due time, he will work it out for you Oh, just pray and don't worry Just work your 